This, 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 this is Hanging with the Boys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. And the X is going up again. And now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Josh Ellis, Kirk Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Hello, you fellas. How are you? Y'all ready to hang? Ready to Talking hang? To us? Or yeah. The listener. Pretty excited there for Friday. Man. Well, it's Friday. Three-day weekend. Three-day weekend. We're going to find out what this football team is over the weekend. We got we a lot. Know. You know? Josh yeah, knows. Josh, Josh told us he's going to be on it. <laughs> we already know. Yeah. What is there not to be happy or excited about, You're Kurt? Right. You're Let's right. go, man. It's right. Friday. Friday. Deadline day for us. So it's a little. Oh, so a little one million. million. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to get into that today. Yeah. That was pretty awesome, man. We got a. I thought this was going to be a lame show because not a whole lot's been going on, but man, this is going to be action packed today. Hold on, hold on a minute. Let me stop this. <laughs> get on the Jake breaks. Our show would never be considered lame, okay? Okay. So don't do that. Okay. okay. Josh, you should have reached, reached over there and snapped your fingers on him. I, I can do worse than that. <laughs> so, saw, my, Ooh. saw my throwback Thursday yesterday. I can box. Wow. Oh, did you post a picture? I didn't see he it. Did. He did. He did. Is that because you're blocked? The, I probably blocked you the on belt? Facebook. No, we're blocking one another. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, man. So we're going to get into a little Zeke talk today. We're going to rehash the little telethon that we, Nate and I, were at yesterday. Um, talk a little bit about did canceling yesterday's game have an impact at all on this team? A little story time with Uncle Nate. And then find out what you boys are doing for this three-day weekend once we get later on in the show. Sound good? Good. Woo. Let's do it. Woo! You're leading this show, man. I mean, so, I couldn't tell if it was going to start 12 midnight or 12. Man, we should do a midnight show. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Would you be in bed now? Oh, no, no. I, I'll, be, I'll be ready for that. Right. I'll be appealing to all the overnight <laughs> truck drivers. I'll be all the late night partiers coming in, man. Broadus warned me if you ever do a night show, it's a different show. I you bet. get all the, the NASCAR and truck drivers. Yeah, you get, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Go. <laughs> Are the true geeksters who really love their computers. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about Zeke a little bit. Our good buddy Clarence Hill wrote a story last night, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase, paraphrase. some of the, the, the points that he made in his story because there's been a little bit more of a, a development since his story, and we'll let Kurt kind of get into that. But after more than 25 hours of discussion, including Zeke testifying in his own defense – um, his appeal process finally ended yesterday afternoon. Harold Henderson was the arbitrator um, that now has a decision on whether to uphold the, uphold the suspension, reduce it, or vacate the suspension handed down by the NFL. Um, something that came out last night, and Clarence was the first one that I, that I saw reporting this, so that's why I pulled his story. Um, Kia Roberts, which is the director of investigations for the NFL, recommended no suspension for Zeke following her interviews with Thompson during the investigation. Thompson being Ezekiel Elliott's ex-girlfriend. Correct, Tiffany Thompson. Um, so Roberts' recommendation of no discipline is the main reason um, Jerry Jones expressed so much confidence in the case until the NFL announced a suspension on August 11th. Jones, and this is Clarence's story, Jones was told by a top NFL executive that there would be no suspension, according to a source. Roberts' recommendation never made it into the NFL's final report or the official suspension letter on August 11, which cited the league's findings of three instances of domestic violence by Elliott against Thompson based on the victim's testimony and photographic evidence. Um, the meeting to discuss the discipline for Elliott included Lisa Friel, the senior vice president of investigations, Jeff Pash, Executive Vice President and General Counsel, and Adolfo Birch, Senior Vice President of Labor Policy and Government Affairs, among others. Um, Friel barred Roberts from the meeting, a source said. ESPN's Adam Schefter reported Thursday that Henderson is being pressured into making a decision by Monday and that a reduction is likely. So let's paraphrase even further okay. here. The lead investigator mm -hmm. who... Nate, take your hands off your face. The lead investigator who maybe made a recommendation that nothing be done to Ezekiel Elliott 
was barred from testifying. Which was the only one that actually interviewed the person that this case is actually a case, mm -hmm. Tiffany Thompson. She's the only one that, that spoke to Tiffany Thompson and made that recommendation, according to reports. Okay. Continue. Well, they have a, if a decision's not made by Tuesday, Elliott could be on the field for the September 10th season opener against the New York Giants. As long as Elliott is under appeal, he is eligible to play, and that's the assumption that the Cowboys are operating on, according to a source. So, Kurt, from the time Clarence wrote this last night to today, there's been some news. What's, what's, what's happened? Today? Well, it looks like that appeal is going to be last a lot longer, I guess. They've already filed a restraining, temporary restraining order in the case. They did that today in Plano, which is suburb next here to Frisco. Um, and it's all based on the procedural screw-ups that the NFL once, a did, once again did with uh, uh, that lead investigator and how that was handled with Friel and apparently, um, you know, what was said and what how they handled it. It's opened the door for them to – looks like he's got a pretty strong case to take this to court now. And as long as it's tied up in court, he'll be on the field. What the hell is going on with this you, case, man? You take a year. You take a year. You got a person that you trust to investigate. Mm -hmm. This person does what you ask. They give you the, your recommendation, but it's not what you want to hear. It's almost like, if that's the recommendation, then it's almost like they considered everything else that's gone on with I them think since then. That's totally, what I, I totally it. I you know they they said they said in the the, the initial report that leaked um, or the letter to Ezekiel Elliott that you know the St. Patrick's Day thing is not being considered here, but that was bad too. Yes, it is. And, Go ahead, and, on Josh. And the the thing at the bar here in Dallas, Reach, right before the camp, that they you know they didn't even mention that in the report, but it also came out. It, it happened two weeks before the suspension. So, um, and there's there is a laundry list of stuff that he's gotten himself into, of varying degrees of of whether or not it's a deal, um, pot shop stuff like that. But <laughs> let, let me say this here: he's being suspended for domestic violence, which is a much more serious allegation than any of the other stuff. It is very, very serious, and I understand that. But I said this, and I'll say it again. If it was, if it was for the violence against the young lady, alleged violence, then why was all the rest of the stuff in the letter? Why, why did that even make a difference? Why even mention it? Why even mention it? Because they knew from what we know now that that would not hold up if they would have if they would have followed this young lady's lead. Maybe they now come back with something at this point that seems more realistic. Now we don't know what happened between Zeke and that young lady, but the more more would you feel better if they say, "Hey, man, you got two games because you just did the 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 the, uh, the, the young lady deal." The pot, the this, the that. When you feel a little bit of, hey man, you hurt in the image of the league. All of it. When you together. feel a little bit better, if you'd have just did it like that instead of saying, hey, you know, now, and this is the funny thing, I will not try to speculate what happens between that young lady and him, but now she's going to put herself out there in a, in a whole different light. She may not look as victimized now. As she uh, uh, now, as she was then, mm -hmm. don't 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 do this. And I'm, I, I'm talking to the NFL. I'm talking to the Players Association. Don't do this the wrong way again. Mm -hmm. You've dropped the ball more times. If it's five cases, you've dropped the ball four times. You got to stop, fellas. You've dropped the ball. Yep, and it's. And this, and the person that they didn't allow in the in the meeting, it's not like some slap like us or some security guard. It's the director. Of Quit degrading yourself. You're not talking <laughs> to the other three guys. Oh my bad. No <laughs> slap like me. It's the director of investigations for the NFL, and and you just totally disregard her record. This is what she gets paid to do. Well, why do you have people working for you? If you're not going to take their advice and their recommendation, I, this whole well, thing, that, especially that happens, when it's when, it happens in my company, I'm sure it happens at yours. But but especially when it's the, the, the 
And I'm gonna, if this was a grunt player, which we wouldn't even be discussing it. It wouldn't even be on the radar. But you, when the Hardy deal went down, you went out and hired this same person that you're now disregarding because she, at that point, was all for it. Now she's trying to be, you know, I hate saying, because I don't have no information, no true information. I'm just kind of going off emotions. But now she says one thing and you ignore her. This is the same lady now. I don't, I don't, what I don't, the part I don't get is, okay, there's smart people in the office in New York that run this league, right? How can you think that this was not going to come out? How can you think, especially with it being Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry's going to find out what happens behind those doors. He's going to find out why this is going on. How at, at the league level could you think that you could hide this? I don't, that's the part I don't understand is, is – well, I think they believe they're operating on somewhat different set of rules, and I think obviously yes. one of the, uh, I guess, arguments for the investigator saying she said there was no credible evidence to um, suspend him. She has a legal background, and one thing I heard is she may be looking at this from a legal background. That's why Columbus Police didn't arrest him or charge him supposedly was because there wasn't enough credible evidence. Yeah, I, I, so so she could be saying the same thing from a legal standpoint, and the league is like, but we are above, you know, we have a different set of rules here. We have a, um, you know, we don't we don't look at the legal part of. It. We just look. We just look at our, you know, it's detrimental to the image of the league or whatever, and so they're trying to sneak this through. And that's that's the argument oh, now oh, for okay. the union is that you have, you know, you can't do it that way. You have to follow the. Okay, well let's let's walk through this. We know for fact. Between him and the young lady that that he pulled that down, right? We on know St. Patrick's Day, right? On St. Patrick's Day, we know that he walked into a pot deal. Mm-hmm. We know what else? A what else shot. do There's, we know? Yeah, I think there are, there are things in this case that are are known that I mean, like they said, there's just not enough credible evidence to go to court. But there was. I mean, something happened. And I think that's what the uh, Enough is. credible evidence. Right. In okay. A, in so, a, if, if this is criminal court, then the, the things that she said that were proven not to be true or, or stretching the truth, that sort of mitigates everything else that she said that might have been true. Now, the league is trying to parse out what was true. And if is there enough that was true that constitutes... Domestic violence, they decided it was. I, I I don't think that the league is trying to screw him over just just for the hell of it. I, I would assume that they think that they're doing the right thing here. But Same way they, with Tom Brady. I understand. They, yeah. they just – when you put yourself um, in this capacity to be extrajudicial, there's going to be so many things like this that come up. Not just this case, but in the years to come, if they want to stick to this – that that there's there's just that are problematic. But you know what you know what you know what not what you just did sounds great. If they would have included the investigator, the only person that interviewed him, if they would have included her recommendation, I'll go along with what you said. You know the biggest problem I have with this whole this whole thing is this is setting the precedent. Guilty until you prove yourself innocent, which is not what this country's system is based off of. So now this opens the door for anybody, male or female, to accuse a high-profile athlete in the NFL because this happened in the NFL. This happened to me. This is the person that did it. And you can ruin their career. There's no evidence here other than he said, she said. One says this didn't happen. One says it did. And now you're you're talking about livelihoods. You're talking about, you know – your your reputation, you're talking about all this stuff, and this opens the door for anybody to blame anyone. And then now the the you know the responsibility lies with you to prove that you didn't do what this person said. I don't that's that's a that's a bad road to go down. How, how about how about I'm Mr. Henderson and you walk in with an affidavit that didn't get presented, evidently didn't get presented because y'all didn't want it. So 
Now, not only do we have an affidavit, but we got one of your people that you hired to put in this privileged position to help advise you, and you ignore both of them. I, I want to see the righteousness of making a decision when you hire the people, you're the top guy in charge, our guys, our girls in charge, but the one person that don't go along with your program, that only person, and I will keep repeating this, if Josh is the only person that has interviewed me, or uh, uh, my opponent, all y'all going by is what he say. And if he say, well, hey, I'm liking Nate's opponent. I don't like Nate. And y'all two looking at me like, well, you know what? Forget it. We just going to go with Nate. But you don't know what happened. You weren't there in the investigation. You That don't make no sense. Yeah. It's an odd position that we find ourselves with because I think that there is an argument to be made against the process that led the NFL to this point. But I still can't – I can't go all the way out on that limb because I believe that if he did it, he deserves the suspension. Okay, but and, proved he did it. Well, see, I I think most people think something happened. I mean, she's – she's the Columbus police have said they felt something happened, but there wasn't enough evidence to go to court. And there's, that's the thing here, that court versus the league set of rules and – where the court couldn't come in and well, sit down. couldn't do it. Sit down Thanks with the parties. Can. Sit down with the parties, not the young lady. Not the young lady because she's been through enough. But sit down with Zeke and his representatives. Sit down with the Dallas Cowboys and their representatives as a league owner and, and commissioner with Mr. Henderson and say, you know what, let's work this out. Let, let's – and that can be done. So, don't you know, that is the most simple – in most effective way when you're trying to – now, if this thing holds up and it get ugly and it all goes to court and all this right here, you know, Zeke is fighting for his life too mm-hmm. because if, if this things go go down against him, he has no more rope. He's hung. Right. And I heard somewhere – I don't remember who I heard this from, but – if he is suspended, he loses his guaranteed money, I believe, is what I heard. You know you know what? I hear you, brother, young man. But right about now, that that ain't that that ain't it. What what what's it is can the league for once really weigh all of the options? If they were to weigh all of the options, what what do you what more do you have to say? Not not the options that you want it to be. But the options that were there, number one, the option was that young lady who investigated the deal with the young lady. Then you you go another step further to stack the cards against this young man. Hey, you cannot use her or her testimony against her. Okay, well, Zeke said, fine. Here's it. Luckily, Mr. Hill and several others kept digging, kept digging. Who leaked it? Ah, well, I kind of know who probably leaked it, but guess what? Now they find this 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 report here. I'm not saying I'm saying normally when y'all talk about this, I don't say a word. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. When you didn't do it right, the process that you put in place and you didn't follow your process, you're wrong. I wouldn't be surprised at all. In fact, I would expect that we'll have you know another development in this situation before we're back. Um, for the next show Tuesday, but I'm 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 game open for uh, prediction on what happens. Does he serve the full six games? Does he play against the Giants? Where where do we stand as of September 10th? I think he definitely is going to be playing. I mean, just the, this restraining order they just filed alone, I think, is going to back that up even more. Now, worst case scenario is you know December he something mm-hmm. he gets suspended, but. For now, I think it's he's going to be on the field. What do you think, Nate? Get it right. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> you know what, brother? It, it, this goes a little deep with me. Get it right because you got a young lady that has an issue. Uh, she's been uh, tampered with. You got uh, Zeke who's got an issue, and he's been tampered with. Now you got thirdly, you got the Dallas Cowboys – and Mr. Jones, they don't know what's going on. 
And now the only two people know what's going on is the commissioner and Mr. Henderson. Mm-hmm. Get it right. Whether he play or not don't make a difference to me. But get it right. That, that, that's, the, that's the main issue. You got a prediction, Shannon? I'm with Kurt. I, I think he plays. The interesting thing to me is going to see how, now that this is out, how the league is going to handle that. It's, it's six games now. To me, this, you know, does it throw the whole suspension out? And if it does, then, you know, the league's like, okay, we, we screwed this up from the very beginning. That's, that's not a good look. The so, league, I, I just can't imagine the league is going to admit no. to fault or, or They're probably just anything wrong. Let it, well, so that, that, what, what, if we give it six months to a year and the lead investigator going to be fired, replaced, hired by somebody else that's going to just fall in line to what they want to do, and then we're going to have a, the same old union that don't back up its players? Gonna be like mm-hmm. Russia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I I I think I'm with you guys that that he plays Sunday against the Giants and and this hangs over the season. It's it sounds like at some point this suspension is going to get reduced. Maybe not by the league, but just by labor court or, or whatever arbitrator this ends up with. And maybe it happens to start next season, but. If you got it hanging over your head all year, you just got to be so afraid that it comes down in December. Right. And, you know, I mean, I feel bad for for the player, you know. This he's got to deal with this for a year. Yeah. It, you know. He been dealing with it. Right. He been dealing with it. See, the, the the thing is when you've had over a year to investigate to 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 come to a conclusion and you waited and you waited and you waited for whatever reason, you had the information. You prepared your letter, so it dropped several minutes after you gave the suspension, but you conveniently forgot an integral part. How do you hire an investigator and ignore what he or she has said? One way or the other, he did put himself in the situation. If if the girl was unstable, then he carried on a relationship with an unstable girl when he had when well, he, when we, he had a whole big all, future though? ahead of him. I mean, him. you but can she, put that she, on him. But you know what? She and I ain't saying she unstable. I'm saying I ain't saying nothing has not happened to her. But what but what is transpiring now is going to be uglier for her and him. Right. You know you don't. You know, when we when this broke and we was doing the show uh, and I was doing it with the other guys, I'm saying I get tired of all of a sudden this here happens. You make your suspension. Now now all of the pertinent information start leaking out. I told Mick, I told Nick, and I told an- another gentleman, Rob, the same thing. I said, now watch. When this comes out and the fight start, all the pertinent information that we should have known going to show up now. We should have known this, brother. Well, I'm not real happy that you're cheating on us, Nate, with those other guys. I'm not either, man. I asked for you guys, man, but they, they said, man, since Josh ain't in time, we was at camp, we, you know, they couldn't have our show. All right. Well, it's definitely going to be something to watch over the weekend and early part of next week, see where this thing goes. Take yeah, what they, they want the, the uh, arbitrator Henderson, they're asking him to be, have a decision by Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> so see there it'll be a busy, busy weekend for that guy in that office. So That's what he get paid for. You don't work by the hour, we work by the job. And we get paid by our sponsors, and we can only get paid by our sponsors if we take a break and let them have a minute. So we're going to do that, and when we come back, I believe if Douglas can get the audio to work, we're going to listen to a really fun interaction between Mr. Jerry Jones and one of his employees, Des Bryant. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, 
career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag troop thanks. That's hashtag troop thanks. And by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Great Rider. You have to weave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Great Rider. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20 ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest we are back live in studio at the star in frisco nate newton kurt daniels shannon gross and our little buddy josh ellis is going to tell you about some skivvies in football adjusting your plays are key to a win but underwear adjustments are something we'd rather avoid That's why there's Tommy John, the 21st century men's underwear that never rides up. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thank you, Josh. Star right there on the front. There you go. Douglas, Nate, I got you some drawers coming. Awesome. Don't know when. I think so. Do to... these Tommy Johns are they a, a small cut or a large cut? Um, well, put it this way, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to special order yours. Wow. So they'll be the just right cut. They'll be the Nate Newton cut. Wow. Thank you, Tommy. It's gonna change your life. Maybe not. <laughs> anyway, <changed> my life. <laughs> so, in replace of yesterday's game that was supposed to happen and didn't happen and practice that was supposed to be open to the public and wound up not being open to the public. We, the Dallas Cowboys, held practice at AT AT&T Stadium last night. And then we also held a live telethon from 6 o'clock to 7.30 where current and former Cowboys answered a bank of 30 phones that they had set up on the sideline. They broadcasted on CBS 11. I think the NFL Network picked it up as well. We broadcasted on Facebook Live and Periscope. Raised over $3 million in that hour and a half. Um, Nate, you were out there watching. Had some former other former Cowboys. Uh, Tony Dorsett manned the phones. Emmett Smith manned the phones. Um, all the guys. Dixon that, Edwards, yeah. Yeah. was out there, man. A lot of guys. I think Tony Casillas was out yeah, there. Yeah, big Casillas showed up, man. Oh, what is that, Outland Trophy winner? Looks like he can still play. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be a different position. It <laughs> <laughs> won't be at the three technique, I promise you that. So they had the guys that did not practice. Most of your starters were uh, man in the phone banks as they didn't dress out for practice. They let the young guys go at it. And um, – they had Des Bryant was on the, the front row of the phone banks with Dak and Cole Beasley and, and a few other fellas. And Jerry Jones called into the telethon and they piped the call straight into Des. It's about a three minute call, but it's well worth it. It's great audio. Play it for you. This was last night at our uh, Hurricane Harvey relief telethon. Practice. Benefiting the Salvation Army and practice. This is Jerry Jones calling the telethon. Dallas Cowboys, this is Dez Bryant. Would you like to make a donation to the Salvation Army? Yeah, who is this? This is Dez Bryant. Dez who? <laughs> this is Dez Bryant. May I ask a call in? Well, Dez, uh, 
I thought you were supposed to be on the football field. What are you doing on the phone here? Well, I may have the wrong number. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I think you had the right number. Uh, we're, taking, we're taking donations for the Salvation Army. Des, now let me say this. This is Jerry Jones of the Cowboys. Okay, this is Jerry. Hey, Mr. Jones. Every time I get you on the phone or talk to you, it costs me a lot of money. You better be sweet to me. Oh, yes, sir. I'm going to make sure I be very sweet to you. Thank you. Des, are you really giving? And the the guys that you're hearing laughing, that's Michael Irvin and Bill Jones and uh, whoever they had on the set at the time on the uh, broadcast. Half of your whole bonus <laughs> to Houston. That's unthinkable. That's un- <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm telling you, we're also uh, proud of you for manning this phone here. But uh, I did want to call in because uh, I know you guys are up there competing. Oh, yes, sir. We all compete. Well, I'm sitting right next to Dak Prescott right now and okay. Cole Beasley. Um, and it'd be lovely to get, a, you know, one of those nice huge donations to beat them because, you know, I'm trying to win right now. Well, uh, both Dak and Beasley, bees are good. Josh, you're the worst human being in the world. What? I'm playing this on my phone because Douglas can't get the computer to work, and Josh calls me. <laughs> That ain't right. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> All right. I hate you. All right. Boys, but just boys. I'm talking to a man here. Worse. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. Number 88. Hey, yes. reach over there. How many, uh, how many million dollar contributions have you had tonight? Uh, I haven't had not one of those. You got one now, buddy. Oh yes, sir. We got a, we got a million over here. <laughs> we got a, we got a million. We got a million from Mr. Jones. Well, hey, Daz, we know uh, we're uh, having a little fun here, uh, but we uh, uh, all know that uh, a lot of people that aren't having any fun right now, and uh, oh, it's wonderful that uh, you're pitching Shut up. in and your teammates are pitching in. I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. One of the things that I never thought when I got involved with the Cowboys was that all this visibility and all these fans we got all over the country can kick in, and when somebody needs something, can't carry the ball themselves, you guys and others like you will help get it to them. So uh, thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Now, now uh, will you say it? Uh, my dad told me don't just let a million dollars come out, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> say yes, it sir. like this. Say it like this. One million dollars. <laughs> Okay. One million dollars. Just let it roll off your tongue. Honor it. Yes, sir. One million dollars. Hey, that's what you sounded like when you took mine. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, buddy. Yes. Keep it up. I'm proud of you. You know it. I love you. Yes, sir. I love you too, Mr. Jones. Thank you. Bye. And I hate you, Josh. You're the worst human in the world. You know that? We're having fun here, aren't we? <laughs> One. <laughs> hey, Josh. I, Josh, oh, he got you, though. He got you. He's terrible. He's the worst. Like I'm like, oh, great. Who's, <laughs> Who's Josh Ellis? I'm like, <laughs> gonna block. I'm glad I didn't think of it, man, because I'd have disappointed if I didn't. Block your number, Jack Wagon. Wow. That... Here we are. Trying... How much did he give? One million dollars. Yes, sir. You let it roll off. It's real sweet, that beard. Yeah, pretty <laughs> awesome. Pretty cool moment, you know, seeing that interaction and seeing, you know, the relationship Jerry has with his players and, you know, told him he loved him there at the end of the call. Love you, Josh. You know what's so funny, man, is the fact that I, I don't know a time when Mr. Jones ha- hasn't, Came up and was more than an occasion, man. I mean, how quick did they put this together? Oh, fast. And, uh, I mean, fast. out of in, nowhere in from less than 24 hours. Yeah, it's like, okay, we don't need the Texans to have a show. Let's mm-hmm. do this like this. Yeah. And and it's just great the way the Cowboys always seem to show up at the right time. Mm-hmm. Now, practice. Yeah, there was actually football going on. <laughs> I mean, it was like a highlight reel of college players. Yeah, after a while, it got boring. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like – I wondered about that. Like, since the last game when those guys were going to be able to – that was right. their their chance. So, did they use this practice to really go oh, hard, guys hit? Go, oh, they was getting after it. Yeah. 
Oh, everybody that was practicing? I guess Jason had already told him, if you, are you practicing? If you are practicing, understand, that means you plan. So you was, may not make the scene. But it was <laughs> better a, practice. a game speed type practice? No, it wasn't, it wasn't that fast, but it, it, it was pretty quick. And, uh, and I, I'm telling you, funny, I think one of the uh, coaches was behind one of the players who didn't know the plays, who – Got a play, and he was telling him to play. <laughs> it's like, wow. It, it, it's you'll know him at this point. You're probably in trouble. Huh? Well, the thing about it, I think we got a couple of new guys on the roster, a wide receiver. We have a, what, a linebacker, a couple of new guys on the, on, the, on the roster. So they trying to help him along. But if I'm the linebacker, I just tell Coach, hey, man, see ball, get ball. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Wide receiver got a little bit, a little more precise, but now by them canceling the game yesterday, did that hurt anyone's chances of making this team? I know we've talked about this before. Are they pretty much? Were they pretty much? Well, set? take uh, Josh. Y'all, y'all may know more about it than me because I don't never count at the end of the year. Uh, it's only about four or five guys that you might have a question about that you might be looking for something special to to make you go over the edge to put them on the practice squad because all you got to do is take the three DBs that are hurt and just put them on the, on the team mm-hmm. because I mean, everybody else is set. Who it, who it hurts is the guy who we don't know that would have blocked the punt or something in that game. And, and, you know, maybe that guy showed up in practice in a way that, um, the next Jesse Holly, right. yeah, and impress him enough to say, hey man, we got to get this guy through waivers and get him on. I mean, they they the did have four preseason games, which is what every other team in the league right. had, except for the Cardinals. The only difference is, you know, for those guys on the bubble or trying to stick around on the practice squad, they didn't get to maybe show the development from that from the Hall of Fame game when they didn't, you know, know where they were going to. Here, look how I've put it together over the last month that that maybe they would have liked to, but. You know, the coaches can evaluate from practice film, too. And and if they weighed um, yesterday's practice like a final exam, then I don't think it, it changes too much in their in the evaluations that they'll have between now and is it Saturday when, when they go to 53? Yeah, I think they – Kurt, you may know more about this than me, but I think they actually start making cuts today, tomorrow <laughs> – and then the final, the paperwork has to be turned in on Saturday, right? Yeah. Last night, last week. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I want to say, 4 the, o'clock Eastern. Some of them, they've already cut. They Let me cut say this right here, man. The day that Texas said bye-bye, about 30 guys went bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just got on the, on the bus and went down. <laughs> they're doing. They're actually doing Broadus and uh, Nick and all those guys are doing a, um, a live Cut down show. Are they really? Yeah, this afternoon oh. it should be. Oh my really god, man! Yeah. This afternoon, how can they be live? Because they don't know who's cut. They're they, doing. They're going. Oh. They're doing. They're doing what Josh did on okay. the show in like three minutes. They're going to stretch it out into an hour show. <laughs> so, but it should be really cool. So, if you I'm get glad it, they didn't put me on that. It'll be on the I've website. <laughs> well, that's high drama. High drama. <laughs> speaking of drama, <laughs> speaking of shut up, Josh. That's pretty good. That's just, shut up, Josh. I just say high drama. Don't, wow. you, don't you have somewhere to be today? I, I'm I'm gonna stop by Salada uh, after this. What, little, what's what's Salada? A little build your own salad bar. Oh, okay. good spot. Can you? I'd go? like to announce the computer's working now. Just five minutes after we needed it. Well, if you would have played it, Josh wouldn't have had his moment of glory by calling <laughs> me in the middle of the playback does he want him some glory okay he might yeah. okay all right nate so I, I just i, I just mickey didn't i had an over this, and under how many times uh MacArthur would get us general MacArthur. i call him MacArthur douglas i, I want he got us he he, did he gets not, us every day he in one way or another we might not know it but <laughs> yeah, he's getting he's us coming. in some yeah. way wow um so speaking of drama and cuts nate talk us through what that process is like like cut day like knowing Knowing you're gonna get cut, or knowing there's a chance, like, <laughs> well, hey, hey, brother, hey, it ain't no chance. <laughs> you know you gonna get cut. If you getting cut, you know, right? Yeah, because the coaches now. Are back they, in, now, are they already talking to the guys saying, "Hey, we're gonna cut you, but we're gonna try to pick." Yeah, you up some guys the they telling like, "Hey, man, you know, some guys that they see down the road say like, uh, let's say something happened to, I don't even want to say his name, 
one of the running backs. Let's say something happened to one of the running backs. They telling him, you know, you know, we 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 got you. You know, if something happened, we got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if they do keep your boy over my boy, you know, Andy Jones, they keep uh, Noah Brown over Andy Jones and don't keep six receivers. You know, they're gonna be like, hey, you know, you know our system, da da this. Maybe they can put him back on practice squad. I think he's got another year yeah. of eligibility. Yeah. So, but the guys that gonna get cut. You know, back when I played, and see, I think it's not that impersonal. I think I'm using the right word. Because back in our day, when you, the coaches literally just stopped talking to you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you, you knew it was coming because it used to be like, they, they, because the closer it got to the game, they was not going to waste their time trying to make sure Nate Noon had the right kick step on the three technique. <laughs> it was like. Uh, next guy up, I mean, they'll give you a rep. <laughs> hey, uh, can you come in here, uh, Titan Sword, and do this and do that? But you'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Nate, you finished, you finished your career in Carolina. Yeah, it can be nothing fine in them Carolina honeys. Did, did, <laughs> did, you, um, did you retire in the offseason, or did you try one more year? and then? Oh, no, I was through. I was through, Josh. I was through when I was with the Carolina Panthers. I was there more as a yes man. I was the most highest paid yes man in the world because I, I could not play. A, my body was gone. <laughs> but you didn't go to one last camp and then get cut. And I, I was through, Josh. Trust me. <laughs> I was were through. You, were you ever cut? My agent, Jim Needle, called me and said, man, you think you got one more in you? I clicked the phone. <laughs> 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 and I hear from him for two years. But early in your career – um, you kind of did the bounce around thing yeah, between Red the skin. USFL yes, or Redskins and mm-hmm. before you wound up here. And how many times were you cut over those? I was few cut years from the Redskins that once. Then I went to the USFL and I made it with the Tampa Bay Bandits and was having a. F- the league, the NFL couldn't have got me. I was having so much fun in Tampa. Hey, Wait a minute. You used to work for Donald Trump? No, that was he. No, I generals. For, I worked for the best. Yeah, Hershey Trump walk, is the one that crushed for, uh, us. Oh, okay. He crushed our league, and uh, I ain't gonna say what he's doing to this country. It's not my place. <laughs> but he <laughs> won. He won one dollar in that lawsuit versus the yeah, NFL. and they tripled it. In that type of lawsuit, you get triple. <laughs> they got three dollars. <laughs> yeah, we got three dollars. I still, I want my one ounce of whatever that is, Mr. <laughs> Trump, President. <laughs> but but back to you, Josh. Uh, before you bring my phone. Uh, <laughs> Man, when the Redskins cut me, I I really didn't even care. I mean, who who wants to be a Redskin? <laughs> I grew up a cowboy. <laughs> I was like, so when they, so I, you know, the league minimum wasn't as much then as it is now. Well, you you got uh was seven hundred fifty for per week when you played in preseason, uh, you know, twenty five thirty dollars for. You know, per diem, man, it was a lot of money back then. Yeah. I did some partying back then, boy. Some people could have, ooh. We need to do a whole show on yeah. Nate's life in Tampa. I want to hear about this. Brother. Pre-smartphone. Say, we was Nate. loved more than the Bucks. I mean, we was in a, a, a chicken place, because I don't know who sponsors for his wings. We was in this chicken place, right? And, uh, you know, you know the young ladies and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give you an idea, Wade, because it was Nate just it did was something one with his kind. hands. I don't yeah. know what he was doing over it was, there. It was, and so we in this place, right? And uh, and I'm talking, uh, yeah, yeah, da, da, da. we the we the Tampa Bay Bandits. We run this. Burt Reynolds own us. All the <laughs> you know, all the fun, the law allowed. We got the Bandits, baby. We Tampa Bay Bandits. I got and I went and bought me a Tran Am, baby, with the with the with the two, you know, just like his. Smoking the Bandit car. I'm smoking the Bandit ride. I'm rolling, and uh, I think it was Steve Corzine or Steve something. He was a big buffed up. Dude, and I'm over there just selling out. I'm, I'm half lit up. I'm, I'm at about 25, 30 wings. This is and, the 80s. And so <laughs> so this dude kind of, one of my partners kind of tough me, hey, man, they're going to say big old, I mean, and, yeah, we better than the Bucks, and the Bucks ain't this. And he walks over, you really think you're better? And I'm looking at him. I'm like, and I know I couldn't whoop <laughs> Not the state I was in. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we kind of got it going on. <laughs> and I'm a big dude, too, you know. Yeah, but we kind of got it going on. Yeah. As soon as he walked out the door, ah, oh, yeah, I tell you what. Yeah. Let him come back in here. <laughs> no, no. What I said, I said, I want to jump in my ride because it's better than his anyway. <laughs> but we had, man, we own that town. We are, uh, 
we would have things in the summertime because our league was a summer league. So we would have these big bashes at the stadium. We had these uh, – uh, you can see us right off Dale Mabry. You can see – is it Dale Mabry or Hillsborough? We were in one of the main drags coming right through uh, – right in front of the stadium. And we used to be right on the other – across the street from it. And you could see us practice. So people would come up on us. Go, Bandits, go, Bandits. We'd be stopping and waiting. <laughs> the middle of practice? <laughs> the middle of practice. <laughs> coach Spurrier was our coach. So everything, Florida was there. All 80% of our players were from Florida. Uh, we had John Reeves, he, late John Reeves, just passed away a couple of months ago. He was there as our quarterback. So we, we, we was, whew, we was, we was. When's the last time you talked to Burt Reynolds? I ain't talked to Burton in a long time, and I ain't never really talked to Mr. Reynolds, man. But I, I enjoyed him. Mr. Bassett was the primary owner. He's uh, no longer with us. Uh, he great man. I mean, he, he was just like Mr. Jones. I've been fortunate to always been connected with a great owner. He, was just, he, he would take us out once a year, all offensive linemen. And I remember Gary Anderson, a great running back, Gary Anderson, he was playing for us. He went up to Mr. Bass, hey, man, you know, we're getting ready to do our annual offensive lineman deal at one of them. He, he was like, pick the most expensive restaurant you can find in the city, and we go in there and take over for a night. And uh, Gary like, man, I'm going, man. You know, I'm part of the offensive line. Like, nah, 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 you, you get all the fame and you got all my money. These guys don't get much of nothing. We going to have a good time. And we did that for two years, three years, man, before he passed away. Uh, was that restaurant named Mons Venus? Man, it was it was huge. We had that one year at a big, big time steak place, and then next year we had a big time seafood place. I, I never remember the names because we would all. And it's so funny thing about it. It was like eight of us take eight offensive linemen, nine defensive linemen. Order what you want. Oh, so I said, okay. Boy. I said, well, Mr. Bass. I said, now are you for real? He said, yeah. I said, all right. I said, around. Of was Don Perignon for everybody, not the gla- not the a glass bottle, but a bottle. So <laughs> all of us on be sitting. <laughs> all of us, he like bring it on. Wow, all of us be sitting there drinking. How many guys besides you made it in the NFL afterwards? Uh, on that team, yeah. Uh me, uh, Gary Anderson. I think we had one other wide receiver. You know. I think that was basically it. Yeah. And maybe one of the DB, but, you know. Talking about – I, I, I want to, before you move no. on, I, I want to take Nate back to the steakhouse because this was a different time. You're a different shape than you were then, and, and, and you're yeah. burning a lot of calories just, playing just, football. Just ask him. Right. You know, take what kind of damage would you do <laughs> at a steakhouse in those days? You know that 72-ounce steakhouse where you're going down the road where people say, if you can eat that in an hour, get it free? <laughs> I never went in there because I was scared that people was going to see it try to make me pay because I could kill that. Eat it that fast? Oh, man, come on. I, I, I would have crushed really? that with the potatoes. <laughs> you know, huh? with a six-pack of silver. Never mind. I ain't going to even do it. That's aggressive, man. I mean, y'all may leave him. Man, y'all find me on the side of the road. Nate noon fool. They make you eat all that gristle, though. Oh, I will bust it all up, bro. Chew, chew on the bone and everything. Oh, man. You know, my wife get mad at me now. When I'm eating chicken, she look over there like, baby, you're not supposed to chew the bone. Baby, I'm chewing that's the Hey, when you eat I'm a good pork yeah. chop, that's yeah, the best I'm part. Chewing bone. on the bone. Did you watch your alma mater last night play Arkansas? Did. Uh, how, how close was it? I don't know, but I couldn't watch the game because their uniforms were so terrible. Orange, we had them all orange, orange white, and then like the metallic. Cop, yeah, we cop we got to do something. Oh. To, we got to do something to try to get oh. somebody to come play for us. Terrible. What was the final score there? Look, look, look that up, man. We'll look at it. We'll Arkansas take a break, crushed and, us. and then we'll look at it. We got to take one final break, and when we come back, we're going to see what everybody's doing for the Labor Day weekend. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. 
Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credit start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Jack Black products are carefully formulated with the finest natural ingredients and proven high-performance skincare technology. You'll find these performance products in the locker room at the Ford Center and in the luxury suites at AT&T Stadium. Go to our website at getjackblack.com and check out all of our game-changing products, including Beard Lube, our award-winning shave cream, and Deep Dive Glycolic Facial Cleanser, a Men's Health Award winner. Again, that's getjackblack.com. Nothing complicated, nothing cosmetic, just superior skincare. We're back one last time for this week. We don't know what the schedule is going to be next week because it'll depend on when there's media availability and open locker room. We're thinking it'll be somewhere early afternoon, 1 to 2-ish, but we will find out. We won't be here Monday because we'll be on Labor Day. At some point, the plan was for us to go at 1 every day. It's changed about 18 times since we started this show. Right. He's got locker room is his issue. He's got to be able to have his locker room yeah. some space for that. I've so. got to have about 15 minutes of open locker room to be able to go grab guys. The plan is to get two players on per week during the season, mm-hmm. which will probably be Wednesday and Thursday. And Tuesday will be the, the day I go in and try to set it up and then the other two days go grab them and – and he has his hand full now. If it's too late in the day, you may lose your uh, co-host over here. What? I, I can't leave work in the middle of the afternoon to come here. It's got to be like a lunch break. That's here. all we had to do was what move the show. priorities? To, all we had to do was move the show to the afternoon to get rid of you? <laughs> the bigs are probably going to lose you, man. man. The, well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See what time you can do that. Well, let's, try, let's try not to lose him, man. Let's try not to lose him because I don't want to. It's hard to replace that type. Yeah. Of guy. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to hear from me or James Hanna? Let Shannon know. Oh, I already know the answer to that. <laughs> they would rather hear from Joe Looney than you. Wow. <laughs> well, Joe Looney seems to have. Some we already got to repla- We already got your replacement. Yeah, yeah. Swain say he'll come in any any time. <laughs> yep. We already got the replacement. <laughs> and now let me ask this question right quick, like okay, I'm gonna give myself the worst hair in the room. But is who's got the worst hair? You got good hair, good <laughs> was, style. Thank you. Who's Nate. got the worst? I know I got. I mean, he's so a who, tall guy. I mean, I would call him like a four out of ten. Not great looking, but he could get a date in that town, right? <laughs> so. You or you? Who's I'm, got the I'm actually hair? getting a haircut tomorrow. So. <laughs> What's wrong with my so, hair? Will the haircut improve? I, I hope. What's you know, wrong? that's the goal of haircuts, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with my hair? You guys have a stately salt and pepper look. There's nothing wrong. No. Nothing wrong with it. I got, a, I got the worst hair in the world, brother. I can't keep it long. I can't keep it short. I can't. I'm just through. What you going to do with it during the season? You letting it grow? Or? I'm going to let it grow just a little bit. Just keep the wind off of me, man. Get the yeah. Don King? No, nah, I never go Don King. I was close, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never going Don King. What are you boys doing for this long weekend? We're going to get out of here hopefully a little early today. And uh, we've got tom- – well, tomorrow some people will have to work because of the cuts that will go down. But then we have off uh, Sunday and Monday. It will be the last weekend until the bye week that we have, Kurt. What I'll be uh, working, actually, quite are a bit. You? What are you going to be doing? Fun. Game program. got a deadline. Oh, yeah. We didn't plug the Star Magazine yeah. because the uh, training camp issue is really kind of irrelevant now. More or less done, yeah. Please buy programs. So <laughs> yeah, if you go to the stay. game, get a program. Get a we program. We do enjoy your magazine. My wife and I read it. We look forward to it every week. <laughs> do you guys sell the program anywhere other than at the game? 
Uh, I think we'll have them at the store here, the Frisco uh, DC or what's it, Fans United store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think merchandise is going to sell it online. No online. Yeah. Okay. So you'll be working all weekend. You have to work Monday too. No, hopefully not. And I won't be. It won't be nonstop. It'll be. I'll get a little uh, entertainment in. He'll get his drink on. I'll get my drink. Uh, on. Are you going to drink in the office? No, I won't be. I won't have to come in. I'll, oh, you work from home. I'll work from home. Oh, okay. All right. What about you? So if you say a few misspelled words, is it yeah. spell check? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Thank God for spell check. What are you doing, Josh? Um. You know, I was planning to go visit some friends in Fort Worth, but I don't know if I'm going to have the gas required to make it. Oh, Dude. A, so, God, that's you know what? Alarming. See, I thought it was a joke because I saw that on social media night before last, and I was like, yeah, whatever. So I get to work yesterday, and I have about a quarter of a tank of gas, and I still had to go to the stadium last night, which is about a 40-minute drive, 45-minute drive, and then get back home, which is about another 25-minute drive. So I was like, I'll just get gas on the way. Well, everybody starts coming back from their lunch break, and they're like, there's like two, only two gas stations left in Frisco that have gas. Derek went to one of them and waited in line for about 25 minutes. And while he was getting gas, like they ran out. Wow. <laughs> so there was a line, he said, of about 20 more cars behind him that didn't get gas. So there was only like one station on, across the street that had it. And they had a line of about 40 cars. So I was like, man, I, such a panic. I'm just going to go to Arlington and try to find it. And that way... If I'll still be at the stadium. I have enough gas to get home, but I won't be able to come to work today. But I wound up driving about 15 minutes from the stadium and found found a spot. So. <laughs> I mean, it, it from the sound of things, it is just a panic. Yeah, yes. they had but, gas, it's but just people panic. It was like a well, run on a bank. They it, had yeah. gas, but they don't right now. Yeah, well, that's because so. people panic. That's like some Walking Dead stuff, man. People were yeah. people who Pushing. didn't need gas yeah. went and bought all they could. That screwed the rest of it, everybody yeah. else. What you doing? Wow! Dude? What you doing? Wow! He almost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kurt will get you every once oh, in a while. Oh wow, Kurt! Hey man, Kurt wow, I love you, there. Kurt. <laughs> what you doing this weekend, Nate? Man, just having fun, man. Just you know my, but you know what, what? is I'm fun, fun for Nate? What is fun for Nate? Just waking up and breathing, bro. <laughs> Got to get that tweet out in the morning yeah, about, about having a good workout. Yeah, man. Nate's, hap- I, I, Nate's happy to wake up. Brother, I am. I mean, because the life I've lived and the things I've been through and <laughs> that I've taken, man, I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm I'm glad General MacArthur didn't take over this side of the world, you know. <laughs> he had to stop him from getting Russia, but he didn't come back home with that attitude. I think Nate's thinking about a turn back the clock Tampa weekend now that he's been telling don't stories. do that don't do that man <laughs> i'll never make it do. to work man that, that's a long drive <laughs> well i'll be taking a video or selfie of me but <laughs> what about you douglas what you doing this weekend uh well since i've been with the cowboys the broadcast department works labor day so i've never had a labor day off since i've been here oh man the, well, the, so this will be my 11th labor day in a row oh the players aren't here we don't have what's the point of labor day if i know how to work what do you got to do? Yeah. We still do a lot of stuff. There's, you know, Douglas is the most Make rocks invasive. do it. I don't know what Douglas does. Like, he never tells you. Like, am, you do a lot of stuff. What do I you do? do? <laughs> stuff and Man. a lot of it. I do sound production for the stadium, for the website, for the radio network, for the television. None of those people are working. Uh, now we've still got preparation for the first game. Um. I handle all the affiliate relations with the radio the network. I get a lot of emails and stuff. You get the feeling that Doug is one of those guys that create in his own mind things that he needs to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. I wish. 100%. I wish. There's so many things. You are the running joke in, in, in trading camp. What is Doug back at home doing? <laughs> well, hell, he was at Valley Ranch for three months by himself. Yeah. yeah. Stealing, yeah. Hanging out hey, in Jason Garrett's office. Yeah, man, I don't got in Jason Garrett's office today. Stealing his printer because there wasn't another printer in the building. When I was at Valley Ranch and – when I finally got here and you were joking, you're like, man, if I'd still been at Valley Ranch, I would have been skipping work every day. Nobody would have known. I wish I could have done that. It was like I was still super busy. But um, you're the king of Valley Ranch. You have the place all to yourself. Just, temporarily. Just you and the rats in the ceiling. That's yeah, the yeah. King of the rats. So. Yeah. Uh, no, there were so – apparently see, there were other you see people. Willard? See who? Willard. No. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. No, I I don't know. No, there's always stuff to do. When I get here Monday morning, don't leave there'll us. be stuff in my email don't box. Don't leave us, Josh. Josh we're in, to walk we're off ending on quite a high. <laughs> we are. <laughs> well, what are you doing? Tell us. End it high. Oh, man, I'm just probably going to go hole up at some bar somewhere and right. just pass out. Don't do it. That's true. 
right down the street. That's, That's like a typical team. Just come back yeah. through for the game tomorrow. Are you sure we See don't have a Jason Garrett press conference on Monday? <laughs> I don't know. I won't be here. How are you guys uh, doing? That's one Great, thing Coach. <laughs> I'll be mixing that press conference if that happens. Well, you mix it up, Dougie. We're going to get out of here, and we're going to have fun this weekend without you. Happy Cowboys. Happy Cowboys. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?